Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Here we are in late July, and uh, it's hot outside indeed. And uh, so the topic of conversation is not the heat because we just you know, there's not much we can do about that. But we're going to talk a little bit about planning considerations, financial situations to consider if you find yourself between jobs. You know, we've seen the great resignation happening over the last you know, two years since the pandemic. Uh, people leaving their jobs to look for you know, greener pastures, being laid off, downsized, whatever, always kind of the case, Matt. So we're going to talk a little bit about some things to ponder, some challenges, and maybe opportunities for folks to consider if they find themselves between jobs. That's the topic this week. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Hey, Mark. It is um, middle of the month, and we are doing well. Looking forward to the just just I I know it's hot, <laughs> but <laughs> it has been but really we're hot. trying to enjoy that up here in Michigan. Remember remember what that snow looks and feels like. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know. We don't want to think know. about that right now. But it, you um, know, when you as you get older, it's funny, right? Because a lot of times we tend to think of being snowbirds, right? We get tired of the cold, so we go someplace warmer. Um, but there, I don't know. There's something that as I'm aging, I'm like, the heat's bothering me more. So maybe it's a, maybe it's a <laughs> thing. Maybe it's a fifties thing. Maybe when I get to close, you know, like the 70, if I'm fortunate enough or whatever, then I'll, I'll have more of the, give me more heat and less cold kind of thing. But right now, man, I'm sweltering. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I hear, we hear you. We hear you. So we're excited though. Um, it, it, it is, um, it is uh, fun. I love to, summer. Yeah, summer's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Summer in Michigan can't you can't beat it. Um, yeah. If you if you want to cool off, you get a, get over to one of the lakes and uh, jump in. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, hey, let's talk about this. Let's jump into the conversation this week. Uh, so is it time for a new career? You know, that's uh, we obviously that's been a, as I said earlier, the big thing last two years, we've seen a lot of people doing this great resignation, people leaving um, not just the lower income jobs because of the COVID situation, but also, you know, middle and, and higher income jobs, people really exploring out. Maybe that's something that has been on your radar um, to consider doing. If so, what are you doing as far as that money gap in between? Are there, you know, is there any things to consider if you're jumping jobs? Yeah. So if you are finding yourself in between jobs, um, you might ask yourself that question. Is it time maybe for a different career altogether? Maybe I want to get out of the field that I was in and get into something different. Yep. Um, but before you jump off the horse you're on, Wait until a faster one comes along. My mom always used to say, um, "You you know it's it's great to think about jumping into a new career, but you have to be be wise and think of some of the things that might you know present a challenge. You know, um, is your education well suited for another this other career that you're thinking of? And you got to make sure that you know it, if it requires any kind of licensing or any kind of it, uh, training um, that that's could take you in a whole new direction, but part of where part you of outlaying is, that is, money from too. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you gotta be, you gotta find out, you know, where, where, what are our income sources while we're, while we're in that phase. And you, you might have to take even a lower job just to, just to make ends meet until you can get the proper education training or, or otherwise for a new career. But um, regardless, it is fun to explore. It is fun to uh, think about, um, you know, the grass being greener on the other side. What I always encourage you to do before you start a new career is um, walk in somebody's shoes that's there. Go and interview, take somebody to lunch who who has worked in this industry or field 
and you may not even have to do that. It might just be an online chat room. Yeah. But um, but but if you have somebody um, that is working in that field, find out what they like, what they dislike, and um, kind of. <laughs> For the lack of a better, you know, like you would do with Yelp or Google, look look at how many stars the people that are working in that industry rate that field. So oh, true, that's um, a good point. Yeah, take a look at the jobs. Maybe talk to a, a recruiter and uh, find out, you know, some of the pluses and minuses. Well, you know, career. whether you're switching jobs, whether you're thinking about maybe it's the time for the opportunity to work for yourself, maybe you've always wanted to start your own thing. Um, I, I want to jump to more of the financial component for a minute, Matt, so we can kind of get into this. So whether you're changing jobs or you're starting work for yourself, let's talk about some of the things that you're going to be lacking or could be lacking at least in, temporarily and yeah. from a money standpoint. Obviously, health insurance, that's going to be a big one. Uh, what are you doing, especially if you are closer to like our demographic is obviously people who listen to the podcast are typically 40 plus, right? So if you're yep. thinking about changing jobs, do you have a plan for that health insurance gap? Uh, and if not, if you're picking up that tab, where are you paying for that from and how is that affecting your retirement funds? So just- Yes, absolutely. You know, this is a, this is a, one of those big um, what ifs, but it's a, a <laughs> it's a big, a one. big yeah. it's a big step. Yep. Because health insurance tends to be a major component, especially as we get a little bit older, you know, your engine like starts to go on a little bit more, you know, you're, (laughs) you're experiencing, uh, you know, different things and it it can also be stressful. So you might, uh, before you leave an employer, if you have the option to, um, get all your full physical and all, all good to go, you know, get your, get everything checked out. That's a good thing. But in between, yeah, health insurance can be a large um, expense. It's one of the, one of the biggest expenses. And a lot of the reasons why people don't retire, younger is yep. is because of health exactly. insurance and, and the premiums. So um, yeah, you want to look at that. You may be able to stretch and go on to your, the Cobra plan until you find the new job. Um, shopping the marketplace is always an option. Um, not always the cheapest option, but um, it is an option. And um, the other question is, are you married? Um, do you have a spouse that is working for a company that might be able to stretch your insurance out longer? Yeah, that's you true. you might be able to hop, hop on their plan and get rid of your insurance costs altogether. That could so, be a good stopgap. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things to think about there. Um, I always use a friend who um, specializes in health. I, I've got my health insurance license, but d- definitely don't enjoy the industry uh, as much as, as they do. So I always refer that out to them. Okay. Um, to work with clients who are in the middle of a job change, or you might even be getting ready to, um, you know, file for Medicare, uh, but you need a gap. You know, you're going to retire earlier, and you need something to to cover that stretch. Yeah. So you d- definitely have to look at your health insurance. It's one of the biggest plans and one of the biggest expenses um, yeah. that hurdles. Could yeah, alter your yeah. plan, and we don't want to tap those retirement accounts if we don't have to. Uh, for additional funds in well, between jobs. Let, let's talk about that since you brought it up. So if you're changing jobs, it's, is it a good time for that rollover, right? So you've got that money, maybe you, wherever you were leaving, uh, you don't want to leave it behind, right? So we don't want to have that orphan 401k sitting there. So maybe it is a good time to discuss doing that or to get some education on how to roll that over to an IRA to give you some more control. Yes, um, absolutely. Assessing where, they, where we're going to put our retirement funds when we're separated from service uh, is a big question. Um, generally, you're correct. You don't want to necessarily leave it in the old 401k plan. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one is the employer looks at these plans based on cost, and um, they don't always offer the best investment options inside those plans. And also, um, if your money sits there long enough, it, it becomes a weight for them, and they they have to be audited when they get to be a certain size. So 
Um, there's good reasons to to roll that 401k over into an IRA. Uh, IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account, and um, that goes into your name as an individual, and you can you you can have flexibility of taking that plan with you wherever you go. Yeah. Um. That's that's one of the things that we specialize in doing is we'll look at that. We'll give you some different options, but you IRAs are are you can invest in almost anything. Uh, <laughs> so they're very flexible and uh, keeping it where you're getting get that monthly statement um, and stay up to date on what you got and where uh, is very very positive thing. So. Um, yeah, it might be able to. You might be able to roll it over into a new company 401k as well. That's always not always, but sometimes an option. It's up to the plan. But uh, keep those funds in front of you. And um, also, if you need access to some of those funds, an IRA doesn't give you the ability to, um, to borrow from it, but a 401k does. So there's there's some differences there that you need to be aware of. Uh, of course, if you separate from the employer, there's you're not going to be borrowing from your 401k any longer. And that's True. another yeah. topic that we got to pay attention to. If you have a loan out against a 401k and you suddenly either get terminated or you're separating from service, beware that if you don't pay that loan back before you are separated from service, it might become taxable to you. And for you to move that money, that loan has to be paid back. Mm, and- great point. Yep. So you could get stuck with a big uh, uh-oh if you have a loan against a 401k <laughs> right, yeah. and you're leaving your employer. Yeah, very true. Well, you know, if you're being let go or something like that, might there be a severance conversation in that? If it is, it's kind of like the pension conversation, you know, Matt, where it's they could be offering you a severance and a lump sum, or they could, we've seen it before, where people get offered a severance in some sort of monthly installments. Is there a better option for you? Do you know? Like, how's that going to affect you? Um, should you just leave that money, throw it into the bank, you know, until you find a new job and kind of use that as part of your emergency fund? Or do you throw it into an investment account, right? Absolutely. Um, there's a, So severances happen. These can be a positive thing, if, if you will. Um, if you are leaving, uh, it could be on good terms and you don't want to burn bridges if you don't have to. Right. Um, but also, if you're getting paid a severance to, to, to leave, yeah, I'd take the emotions out of it. It, it might be a, just a thing that you needed to get from A to B to get to a new job. So uh, just look at the taxability. Generally, those funds, if they're going to pay you a lump sum or installments, um, generally that's going to be considered your wages and it's going to be taxable just like income. But uh, severance is, is a fantastic way to um, either uh, a lot of people will choose to possibly retire at that time, or let's say the company's offering buyouts and if you leave and they want to get rid of those higher higher compensated employees, so they're going to pay you to jump on board and uh, take a take a severance package and and leave the company. So um, if those are being offered, depending on the size of those, um, definitely want to give us a call and talk about the options that you're going to have because this could be what you need to get through to retirement. We'll look at all your assets and see how they that plays into it, um, or it could get you um, some nice checks in between jobs where you don't have to necessarily file for unemployment and go through that pain. Well, you know, let's talk about the final component here. Any tax conversations, Matt, to think about if changing jobs, people might not realize some things that you could ponder, uh, depending on when you separate from your employer, it, it could have some tax implications, you know? Absolutely. As I was just saying, sometimes if it allows you to retire a little bit earlier, or maybe you've been holding out for a company severance package, it can be a good thing, um, especially if you still have a pension and they factor in your highest earning years, uh, or maybe you have vacations saved up that they'll cash you out on. 
and um, the, that vacation time will count towards your compensation for the year. So um, this happened with a client um, uh, a little over a year ago. He decided to leave and had some severance pay and slash vacation pay. And um, based on the calculation of his pension, that was going to give him this ultra high income in his last year of working. And uh, actually, it bumped up the pension payment by a significant amount just because of this extra chunk of money that was being applied to his wages. So mm-hmm. it also could could positively impact your social security benefit and or your pension payments uh, for the future. So definitely yeah. tax planning to be done. You want to think about um, what you get, how you get it. Um, if you're going to have it over one year or two years, you know, it might pay to have it in a different calendar year to break up the taxes. So you pay less. Yeah. Great meaning point. That you, you pay some this year and then you pay a tax on some next year. So hey, definitely and, and, a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say, I was just thinking about that when you're bringing that up. If you wind up, you know, leaving or whatever and you make less, you know, that year and you're based on your tax bracket, maybe it's a good opportunity to talk about doing a conversion when you're moving over. Like, uh, would it make sense to think about rolling over that 401k into an IRA and then converting it to like a Roth or something? Uh, because that way you're not bumping your tax bracket because you made less. Is that like, does that seem something that makes sense for some folks possibly? Yes. In fact, we just had this conversation with somebody who uh, recently retired, and uh, that was part of the strategy is, hey, we're going to be working. We're going to end through part of my uh, you know, year, halfway through the year, and right. then they're also going to start required distributions this year. So it's a good time to okay. uh, factor in RMDs. It's a good time to also consider Roth conversions. Hey, we got half the income we were going to have uh, in the prior year, and um just worked through that calculation with somebody else. So it is a great time to consider converting that Roth taxable money into tax-free money into that Roth IRA yeah. because uh, you know your income is much lower. And, and through retirement, if you're not going to impact your Social Security or maybe you're retiring early, Roth conversions are really, um, that's a good time to consider them because if you can stay in that lower tax bracket, Sometimes that's people want to get that money on the on the tax free side for a tax free retirement. So perfect example of one of the tax planning items that we yep. frequently will talk talk to you about. So tax strategy, yeah. Definitely got to give us a call if you're if you're considering if you're between jobs or thinking about hey do I what do I do with that four hundred one k or um, you know if you want a tax plan plan to retire early. These are all considerations, and uh, that's why we do these podcast for that's right exactly that's so you learn something new hopefully you picked up a useful nugget of information and uh you know matt's always here dropping the knowledge for us so if you've got more detailed questions because obviously we keep these somewhat generalized because we're talking to a wider audience that's when you got to reach out to matt and let him know that you need some specific help around your unique life and your unique financial situation we have all these uh you know universal truths that affect us all we talk about quite often here on the podcast but when you get down to the individualness that is when uh you you know, you really need to talk to that professional. So reach out to Matt, give him a jingle, stop by the website, whatever you need to do, send him an email, find all that information at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Often it is complimentary to talk with many financial advisors. They give that initial consultation complimentary. So just reach out to Matt if you're not already working with him, or if you are and you know someone who could benefit from the message, share the podcast with them as well. Find it all on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform that's where you can find our podcast. 
on all the majors. But again, you can find it all at his website, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Buddy, thanks for hanging out and dropping some knowledge. I appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We uh, always appreciate you uh, sharing that information with those that are close to you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, right here on Mondays with Matt. We'll catch you later with Matt Starkey, investment advisor, representative, and president and owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.